I'm Brad Locke, and you are listening to Prep Rally, a high school sports podcast brought to you by the Daily Journal and djournal.com. Hello again, friends. Time for another episode with yours truly and Podgator. Thanks for joining us. It's a Wednesday, March 29th, as I speak. And uh, got uh, got a few minutes to, to spend with you talking uh, uh, baseball and softball mostly. Got a little coaching news, athletes of the week, all that fun stuff as usual. Uh, just a reminder, we come to you every Wednesday. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or uh, any of your podcast apps. Also online at preprally.djournal.com. Uh, and also a reminder, we're brought to you by Pizza Doctor. And honestly, I've been so busy this morning, I forgot to even go order a pizza. So everybody in the newsroom is going to be mad at me, I guess. Uh, well, it's the way she goes. So, uh, hey, uh, let's just jump right into it. We're smack in the middle of baseball and softball season, obviously. Uh, and I got out to a game last night at Boonville. Number one, Boonville softball, hosting number two, Mantachi. Went about like I expected. Low scoring, a lot of strikeouts. Uh, Boonville pulls out the win 2 nothing. I mean, it's just so much fun to watch Hallie Burns, uh, the Boonville pitcher, go up against uh, Mantachi's Ramsey Montgomery. They're the two best in the, in the area, easily. And so, uh, uh, Boonville, the two-time defending state champs, uh, open division play with the two-nothing win. Hallie Burns, a typical night, 16 strikeouts, no walks. <laughs> Ramsey Montgomery was pretty good, too. Uh, 10 strikeouts, no walks, gave up five hits. Uh, and she had the only two hits of the game for Mantachi. Ramsey did. Uh, she's also one of the best hitter hitters around, which I don't think I talk about enough, but she was batting like – over 600 coming into the game. It's, she's, and not many people can hit Hallie Burns hard, and she hit her hard uh, a couple of times last night. But uh, what ultimately came down to was just a uh, sixth inning. Uh, came down to a mistake, one mistake. Boonville uh, had a run around first with two outs. Olivia Garrett hit a fly ball to right field. It was dropped. Should have been the third out. So the run scores, one nothing, and then Maddox Lambert comes up and and uh, hits a, an RBI double to make it 2 nothing, and that was it. Mantachi did get two on base to start the uh, top of the seventh, but then Hallie Burns strikes out three in a row, and that does it. So Hallie is now 9-0 and on the season, by the way. They'll meet again on Thursday in Mantachi. Should be another good one. Baseball, hey, Tupelo. Off to a great start in division play. Took two of three from Starkville last week. I saw them on a Thursday when they hosted Starkville, and they won 10-6. to six. It really had the bats going, especially late. And then on Tuesday, Jonathan Rogers tosses a no-hitter in a, in a win over Grenada. And, I mean, that's the uh, first of three games that they'll play against each other uh, this week. But yeah, uh, that's a, that's a big win for Tupelo, uh, nine to nothing over Grenada. So the Wave now uh, three and one to start division play. Got two more against Grenada, and then they'll play Oxford three times next week. Oxford, by the way, edged Starkville last night seven six. It's going to be a tough division, uh, but Tupelo appears to, to be playing better. I mean, now that finally puts them over 500, 10, 10 and nine record. They've struggled some. They've, I mean, they're trying to find get some new pieces in there and settled in and. And seems like that's starting to happen. 
got an email from somebody because you know Tupelo took two of three from Starkville, like I said last week. Starkville at the time was our number six ranked team. I got off to a great start, so I put Tupelo in the rankings, even though they were uh, nine and nine uh, after that series. Some Yahoo emailed me and said Tupelo doesn't belong in the rankings. Quit being biased. Well, they beat the number six team twice, so and they play a tough schedule. So nine and nine isn't it's not your typical nine and nine. And now they're ten and nine. After a big win over Grenada. So, anyway, I think I'm vindicated regardless. Let's uh, take a moment and uh, and talk about Amory uh, High School. Of course, uh, I'm sure you all know that big tornado ripped through Amory and destroyed a lot of houses, destroyed uh, much of the Amory High School athletic complex. Softball field, baseball field, I mean, they're they're gone. Football field got jacked up pretty good as well. So, I've talked with the athletics director over there, Chad Williams, talked with uh, Chris Pace, the baseball coach, and, you know, it's a lot to deal with. I mean, Chris, not only, you know, dealing with the stuff at the school, but his own house uh, got some damage. He said it wasn't real bad, but a lot of people in his neighborhood, uh, their, their houses were were hit pretty hard, and a lot of those coaches live in the same area, so... So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to be very stressful. But they're out there working, uh, putting tarps on roofs, uh, a lot of people coming to help, you know, community really coming together. And amid all that, Amory trying to resume its uh, baseball and softball seasons, which, you know, they again, they got nowhere to play. But the schools from all over North Mississippi have reached out and offered not only equipment but a place to practice or play, even Mississippi State. Uh, Chris told me yesterday that uh, 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 Coach Lamonis at State had, had offered to let them use their field if uh, NCAA would would clear it. And a lot of high schools have offered to let them use their field. They're going to play. They're going to try to play Saturday at Saltillo. The baseball team is, and the girls, the softball team is supposed to be in a tournament at Smithville. So that's the goal: is to play Saturday, assuming they can get all their uniforms together and. And they did salvage a good bit of the equipment, bats and gloves, after the storm. So, uh, going to try to keep it going. Of course, Amory Baseball, is the, they're the defending champs in Class 3A and have another great team this year. So, they obviously – I mean, the main thing is to be able to finish the season, especially for the seniors, but they want to defend that title. So, uh, hopefully, uh, they'll be able to figure out all the logistics of where to play and uh, making up games that they've missed this week and all that. So uh, just keep them in your in your thoughts there. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some coaching news, a little bit of coaching news. Chad Brown, the former Ripley girls basketball coach, now headed to Walnut to coach the girls, replacing Jackie Von Cannon, who stepped down after the season. Of course, Jackie's uh, daughter, Maddie Kate, was a senior this year, had a great season, and now that she's done, I guess Jackie decided it was time to step away. So they uh, – they hired Chad Brown. It became official Tuesday. He was again. He was at Ripley two years. Went twenty-one and ten his first year. Eleven and seventeen this past season. And uh, so a little bit of a tough year uh, this past year. But uh, he was an assistant before that at Ripley. Helped the girls win state. I think it was twenty twenty. Uh, so uh, that seems like a solid hire. Young guy, energetic, and uh, I like it because he's always been easy to work with. So <laughs> always very helpful. That's the kind of coach I like. Okay, let's wrap it up with Athletes of the Week. Got female Athlete of the Week is uh, uh, previously mentioned Hallie Burns, the senior pitcher for Boonville. Let's just look at her last three starts in the circle. 
Struck out 10, walked none, allowed just one hit in four and two-thirds innings. And she went two for three with a home run and four RBIs in a 6 nothing win over Baldwin on Saturday. Same day, against Wheeler, 13 strikeouts, zero walks, allowed just two hits and a 6 nothing win over Wheeler. And then, again, Tuesday, in the 2 nothing win over Mantachi, 16 strikeouts, no walks, two hits allowed. And that 2 nothing win. So over her last three starts, 39 strikeouts, zero walks, five hits allowed in 18 and two-thirds innings. That's not bad. And like I said, she's 9-0 and on the season. Male Athlete of the Week, Reed Kent, a junior for Oxford's baseball team. He's been, he's been on fire at the plate. Went two for four with a double, a triple, and five RBIs. Two runs scored and a 16-14 to win over Grenada on Thursday. Uh, that score uh, caught my attention the other day. Then he goes three for four, four RBIs, two runs scored, and a 10-2 win over Grenada on Saturday. And then on Tuesday, three for four, a home run, three RBIs, two runs scored, and a 7-6 to win against Starkville. So Reed Kent over his, over his last three games, he is uh, eight for 12 with 12 RBIs in 6A baseball. Yeah. So, congrats to uh, congrats to Reed, congrats to Hallie, and that's all the time we have for this episode of Prep Route. Again, you can uh, find us every Wednesday. Find, uh, we're in uh, iTunes, Spotify, online at preprally.djournal.com. Follow us on Twitter at djournalsports. I'm on there as well, at Brad Locke. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Pizza Doctor, at Midtown Point in Tupelo, online at tupelopizza.com. Uh, we'll be back here next week, so we'll uh, see you then. <laughs>